Good afternoon. Hi, everybody. Happy Labor Day. How y'all doing today? Thank you. I want to invite everybody to come on in. Today's podcast is going to be about art and living a healthier life. I'm on this turning my life around kick. And healthiness is not just eating well and working out. It's also the way we choose to balance our life. How are you choosing to balance your life? The ups and downs, all arounds. Sometimes things can be like breathtaking, challenging, you know, and I get that. So I want to speak about health and things you can do for yourself to protect yourself. So how do you learn? A lot of us learn by one way or the other, which is we learn by screwing up and seeing that what we're doing to ourselves or to others is wrong. Or the way we manage, choose to manage our life, our lifestyle. A lot of times we don't learn until an emergency happens, meaning you know, break down a new, um, your health started to fail you because you haven't been taking care of yourself. And I think our body talks to us. I'm pretty, I know that might sound a little strange, but it does if you pay attention. It's a reason why if I come to you and pinch you and you go, ouch, it's your body screaming that it's being hurt. Okay, are you listening to her or him? Don't know who's all listening across the board, um, but hi, we're going to talk about balancing as some advice and some things that I, yes, have fell short on. And I'm also, the second way we learn is um, pay attention to your heredity, meaning if your family members have this particular disorder, genetically speaking, you need to pay attention because I hate to say it. But some of us are more prone to certain health conditions. If we treat our life um, in a certain manner, meaning overstress, letting people take you to to new heights of depression. I mean, okay, yes, not a secret. I have depression issues, but at least I fight it and I I'm honest about it. Um, See the. The way I look at it, if I start falling to a point to where my functioning fails me, meaning I'm not eating for uh, my health, I'm not working out like I have been doing for the last so many years, I have to tell you. Um, If, I mean, it's observation for me is the key. Um, some of us are more visual learners and I don't sew that all day. Like if you show me how to do something, I pick up on it. Like telling me is one thing, showing me is a whole nother thing completely. So, um, I'm more of a visual learner. So the other way we can learn, I would say is the easiest way to learn, but a lot of times we are hard headed. Me included, okay? I'm not perfect by any means. Or the stretch of the imagination. Let me give you a small example. Can you learn about other people else, other people's mistakes, meaning people who are close to you, people who you know, even people you observe to see that are doing things to their self 
that something that is not beneficial. Meaning, if your family, friends, or associates, or even strangers stress themselves out too tremendously and don't take care of yourself, you are looking for certain health issues to pop up. Now, I'll be honest with you folks, I'm 5'9", I'm well over 200 pounds, and I'm a big woman. I haven't also been this size, and I'm not going to tell you what size I wear. It's too embarrassing, but um, I mean, that's just my perception of right and wrong, because I remember there's a time where I was half this size. Well, I was half that age, too, but the point I'm making is I'm well over 200 pounds, so I am obese. Um, that's what the doctor calls the health condition when you're over 200 pounds and 5'9 and a woman. So, pardon me, don't like the term obese. I'm not morbidly obese, meaning I think morbidly obese means you have a problem with being mobile. Now, there was a time when I was actually heavier than what I am now. And so, not that I didn't walk around, it just it hurts to walk around when you're that severely overweight now. It's not that I'm condemning anybody that's overweight. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Life is a gift. It's a treasure. And you should honor it. Regardless if you're a size 2 or a size 20 or whatever. You know? You should treasure you. You are important. You actually matter. Now, let's get back down to the stress. Stress. A lot of us overdo it. Okay, I've done overdone it. <laughs> so, um, what got me to change my behavior? A lot of things are just choices that we make. We every day we make a choice. We make a choice to to do well, meaning to eat well, um, to eat our food as life medicine. I heard someone say that to me before, and I had something happen to. Me. See, I, I, I got to tell you, like, three ways I had learned, not two, I'm sorry, by two people passing, no, three, three people passing in my family, and they all passed over the same situation, overstressed and, and not going extreme and, you know, cut out the red meat or cut out meat in general or, I mean, Sometimes you have to do something extreme for the benefit, for your benefit. So I would advise you to do it. You know, um, I think a lot of us don't invest in knowing what to eat. We just are raised with certain, um, I would call it, theories about food. Um, for example, me, I'll tell you. My favorite food is Italian food, okay? I love Italian food with a passion. Still love Italian food with a passion. Now, the theory for me and other Italians that I've met in my life, and I'm African-American, by the way, if you can't tell by the dialect of my voice, I am an African-American woman. And so, let me continue. I love Italian food. Matter of fact, chicken parmesana is my favorite dish next to lasagna and linguine. We can keep going about what I like about an Italian food. But a lot of Italians, I call them old school Italians, and I'm, you know, African-American, and I feel the same way. They say, 
just not no Italian dish if it ain't got no meat in it. Now, that type of stereotype of saying veggies is they're bad. It tastes bad. And like, I have to be real with you for a minute. If I can look at where my nutrition lack at, it would be in veggies because I didn't eat them. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, every now and then eat some broccoli. Every now and then eat spinach. I know I like those two particular veggies. Now, what happened to me recently? I'll gladly tell you. And I want you to use this example so it can help you. And it can save you. And it can prevent certain things from happening to you. Now, remember how I said you need to pay attention to your family? Observation would teach you far more than you actually happen to let your health fail you because you have been taking care of yourself. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. I lost my father. Hold on, I'm not done. I lost my aunt so many years prior. She was 39 years old and she died from a blood clot. Did I love her? Yes. Do I miss her? Of course. My dad, he had a heart attack two years prior and they, we just buried him on the first. Let me continue. 2012, I lost a good friend, um, best friend. In fact, she's my first best friend, teacher, mentor, and just all around loving person. My grandmother, very funny person. Oh, good Lord, very bold person. But all these people, my grandma, my auntie, and my dad, all of it has to do with cardiac, meaning, my dad had multiple blood clots. And we didn't see this coming, by the way, even though, even though, now we're gonna go ahead and rewind and look at all three of those people, their lifestyle and what side of the family they come from. My dad, of course, my dad's side, uh, my father, my hero, my friend, my grandmother, my mother's side, my best friend. My teacher, yeah. My aunt, my dad's sister. This is both sides of the family. Now, where do I come in between that? I don't have diabetes, I'm 40 years old. I don't have high blood pressure, I'm 40 years old. Uh, and I feel really blessed to say that. Oh, by the way, my one of my aunties on my father's side has diabetes. Oh yeah, by the way, my grandmother who passed away, she had diabetes and I was told with diabetes, Essentially, it attacks the internal system. So what's going on? So I heard about the kidneys having issues and the heart having issues. It attacks your internal organs. So she died from her third. She had a minor heart attack, a major heart attack, and she had another one two weeks later. And unfortunately, it took her. So yeah. And my dad, he had so many blood clots. He had two surgeries, emergency surgeries, 24 hours. And they told the, my sister, who was there, my baby sister, um, that they had to do this surgery or else they will put him on a ventilator. Nobody wants to be on a damn ventilator if they can help it, right? So, yeah, His, he didn't come back. They, I was told they perform about a half an hour or more of CPR on him 
and said his heart came back and then only only be for like maybe a minute and then yeah he's not here today uh that's so and my aunt i wasn't aware that she was even sick i was told that she went to the hospital and the next thing i know i'm getting a call and this is my dad's sister who is 39 years old gone now, what do they all have in common? I spoke about my auntie who's living and her daughter has diabetes too. So I'm speaking about all these people on purpose because I had something happen to me. Yes. Um, you want to, I don't know, was it a, a minor heart attack or signs of a heart attack? But it's either one or the other. And I'm, as a result, I eat differently now and I live differently now because I realize I have to do this. It's funny how I'm becoming my own advisor now because I remember when my dad had his heart attack. I remember telling him to cut out, in the middle of me saying, cut out the red meat. He's letting me know. You know, so I want to suit our daddies. I love my dad, but you know, he didn't want to hear me. I can eat little red meat. And then I'm like, okay, you know. You know, some people you're not going to win an argument with. I've learned that. And it wasn't about me winning an argument. I would just want him to live better for, so he could be here longer. So all these people I just told you that have health issues. My aunt is still living. Unfortunately, she's seriously obese. Like, I would dare to say near morbidly obese. Um, and her daughter is my, my first cousin. She's a big girl. She's tall. I don't consider her like big, big, like me, big. But she's tall than me, you know. And she is a big woman. So, let me go ahead and continue. Do I have to wait for uh, all these people are suffering because of blood clots? And I can tell you, it's genetic factor as well as their diet, as well as their stress level all together. And those three people, my dad, my aunt, and my grandmother, who were very essential to me, very important to me, and me having pains about almost a week ago. I had these pains in the middle of the night. And this was through stress and also years of me not taking care of myself. Yeah, I'm keeping it honest. If I want to sit here and say, because I'm genetically predisposed. Okay, yes, I am genetically predisposed to these particular issues. But also, after my father passed, good Lord, I had a question how I was going to survive. Because see, my mom, much as I love my mom, we do not have a good relationship. And my mother didn't have to ever support me she didn't have to support me see because her ex-husband my daddy took care of me when I couldn't take care of myself but as I look back on it God has been my provider God has been my sustainer my dad even said to me he was talking about God and he said I've always prayed that God would be the man that I couldn't be to you mm-mm-mm and he said, it looked like he's been that and a lot more. Oh, yeah. So I had all these relatives contacting me. Relatives that I know I don't talk to, by the way. 
me talk, telling you that I have a mother that don't take care of me, haven't took care of me for anything. I would take care of her when I used to stand under her roof and her kids, like they mine, but they're just my siblings. But let's keep it real for a minute. I don't live in her house anymore, but that stress came here, meaning I didn't get no peace. Meaning, I had hours and hours of conversation with at least 10 relatives or more. Meaning, my peace was being taken. Meaning, I was under, under fire like I haven't been in many years. I, it got so bad to where I started having dreams that I was going to the funeral, cursing them the fuck out. And trust me, it is earned and waking up with a smile. So that was actually like a nightmare slash dream. But anyway... <laughs> All jokes put aside, I had electronic pain from my heart to the left side of my arm, all the way to the center of my left hand, going back and forth. It was a pain that I've never felt before. And uh, what I did was I took an aspirin and I say five minutes later, the pain left. And... As a result, I'm starting to look for things that don't overstress me. So I want you to think about the stress here. The emotional anguish of my father passing away. As well as 10 people. Can you imagine 10 people just keep freaking calling you, texting you, calling you, texting you, to a point you can't even sleep. Taking your sleep away. You know, stress can do that. And not to mention that you're waking up every day crying for your father. That you had to realize that he's not here anymore. Yeah. Face constantly um, is wet with tears. Not water, but tears. I guess that would be water, but from my own face. Didn't know um, that it would hurt so bad. Well, I'm really glad that um, I'm, I'm realizing something that for me at 40 years old, it had that type of pain to struck me like that, distraught me like that. It forced me to take care of myself because I had to realize, I had to make a choice. You know, life, you can commit suicide slowly by not eating, by not protecting yourself, by eating the right foods as well as allowing the world to overstress you. As a result, what did I do? Those 10 negative family members, you got family members who talking shit, who starting shit. This is one of the reasons why I don't even like dealing with Detroit people. I mean, the ones I'm related to, okay? Because I'm from Detroit, by the way. I live in Jersey today. Hey, thank you again for coming to this podcast. So I had all these people put me down Degrading me, emotionally abusing me. God. See, I talk about this because maybe I like to believe I'm not the only one with a dysfunctional family. So instead of my family, we coming together, being closer, I'm being more outcast. But see, let me tell you something. I don't know you and I don't know who's all listening. And yes, you do matter. No matter who says what, even if they're not family. They don't have the right to be so negative. And so if you let these people, they will pull you down like literally in the damn grave. And two days after me finding out my father was passing, I had signs of a heart attack at 40. Rough, right? And I did call 
that had my local clinic and now I'm going to start starting tomorrow start going to the doctors on a regular basis because I want to be here why because I have a purpose I ain't gonna lie to you when he passed I ain't gonna lie for me wanting to go with him this world is crazy and the people related to me but let me tell you something real quick before I go any further I don't know all what all you're going through or what situations or scenarios you may be going through. What type of people who may be stressing you out. But ain't none of them motherfuckers worth you going to the grave early. Because they're messed up individuals. That's the conclusion I had to come up to. I had to really realize and recognize. What poor sense of judgment was I doing. Allowing myself to connect with these people that are related to me. Just because people are related to you. Do not give them the right. To take away your peace. Your sleep. Your perception. All that was being tormented and being messed with. I don't need to tell you what all they did. Not necessary. Everybody got problems. So. Do not let these people put you into an early grave my father as much as i love this man had his imperfections oh i don't analyze him he was still a man meaning he is imperfect my dad god is my father when i talk about dad and god is my father there's a giant difference where my father fell short of let me let me help you out four years ago i used to be a penhaller if you don't know what that term is, let me explain. Hold up, wait a minute, let me explain. A person who has nobody and no one to help them in their hard time. See, people think people who pinhandle are just bombs. Mm-hmm. You don't know that some of these people just come from crummy families. And some people are born to families where they're not respected, honored, and they're, and they're neglected. You know, some people think, oh, that only happens when you become retired. It's a damn lie. It happens to a lot of people across the globe. And, and literally for faults that's not their own. My dad, yes, he's deceased. But I used to pin hello on the strip of Las Vegas four years ago. I'm a success story today. I have my own place. My life is good and I'm looking at going after the positive. So I'm getting myself involved and utilizing my time. We got a lot of time now. Um, doing fundraisers for, um, for suicide prevention for veterans. A hundred mile challenge. Check it out. You can check out my fundraiser. Hell, you can even do your own fundraiser for the hundred mile challenge. It's very easy to register on Messenger and all. Check it out for yourself. I support my veterans. And you know what gets to me with these hostile people? Hostile people. And I'm just making reference to my family. I make a reference to America in general. Everybody want to talk shit. Meaning, people want to argue about Pacific people, Pacific nationalities, make fun of one another. Instead of supporting our veterans, instead of standing up for our veterans, and instead of hugging them and giving them what exactly they need. And I'll be looking too. I'll be looking to see 
people who support, you know, who support your veterans. And so people say, oh, I'm pro, um, I support my, my veterans. Yeah, but yet you want to talk down to other Americans, but you want to talk about people as if you knew them or why they're in that circumstance. Uh, life would teach you. Well, I think wisdom would teach you. Life, wisdom, you're supposed to at some point get wisdom, right? Keep banging your head enough. I like to think you would go, ouch, it hurts. Keep doing things that's going to hurt you and other people. It doesn't help me, you, or anybody to talk about any, against anyone regardless of their nationality, their sexual orientation, or their religion. Yes, I'm a Christian. I'm a bold Christian, and I do not make apologies for it. And yes, I'm a black woman, and I definitely don't make apologies for that. And I respect all people who respect me. And you know what? Some people, I won't say they deserve mercy, but because of the Christ in me, I offer mercy as God wants me to. Okay? But you don't have to put yourself in a situation or ordeal where you are putting yourself in danger to please people. I have to tell you a little secret. Some people are just so freaking miserable. I don't care if you do somersaults, baby. They ain't going to never be happy because they're messed up. And I had to learn that through these negative people that grew up, that so-called raised me more like I raised myself. But it's just an opinion and experience. I would know. So I said all that is do not let these negative people, don't let this world, circumstances, and situations bring you to an early grave. Or slow suicide is what I call it. Because if you're not taking care of your body, if you're not taking care of your life or what you put in it, if you're not doing what is necessary for your temple, remember, it's your body, it's your life, and yes, it does matter. If you're not taking care of that, who's taking care of it? Okay, nobody's going to do that for you. If you're waiting for someone to help you out, that'd be nice if they do. Because to me, this is how Tamika look at it. It's a bonus when people help me. So, yeah, so I was a pen handler. I didn't have family help me. And as much as I love my dad and respect my dad, I wasn't happy when I found out later that he divvied up his lawsuit money he got in Georgia um, for my siblings benefited. I'm not mad at them for taking money. Hey, I like money too. Okay. But I think my life would have been a little bit different if I didn't have to come way to Jersey to get money and have the state help me get on my feet. But you know what? Jersey has done that for me. I'm back working. I'm doing my art. My life is so much bigger and better. And it's just getting better. I have to tell you. So another reason why I didn't go into freedom, because I thought I was going to drop dead seeing my father in the cassock. That I'm just being honest. If I am having heart issues two days before, no, I'm sorry, three days before his funeral. No, it wasn't three days. I'm sorry. It was two days after I found out crying myself insanely and having all these damn people bombard me. If it ain't my family talking crap about me, degrading me, emotionally abusing me, me letting it happen. I shouldn't let it happen. This is why I don't call them. This is why they ain't got to worry about me calling them right now. I, I look at them at an extension, you know, when love them with this situation. 
that's how I do it. And you know what? I don't know if you have people, business people, uh, friends, associates, or strangers who come at you the wrong way, but nobody deserves to be abused, period, period. So you don't have to put up with it. I'm just saying it because you're worth that. You are worth that. And I have to tell you that because if you don't know what you're worth, people are going to keep taking a, a tag at you. So I stopped fighting. Uh, the best way I fought was... Um, the art of fighting without fighting. So you learn to push away from that because I didn't want to be in an early grave. So two days before his funeral, no, yeah, two days before his funeral is when I started having these pains. And yeah, I eat veggies majority of the time. I try to, I'm trying to learn how to eat them and not keep, keep frying everything like I normally do. Like today, success I achieved success I did not have deep fried potatoes and want to call that a veggie you know that's not a veggie that's a problem that's a problem reoccurring problem so I and I had coffee without sugar too I, I went you know kind of hardcore <laughs> so very proud of that with all that being said I'm proud of you oh and I did a four miles today in my run well, speed walking, I'm being honest, okay, because I don't want to hurt myself. So I try to be careful, and I walked really far. I did 9,652 steps equaled out to be four miles for me, according to my speed monitor amp. Oh, that's one, one accessory you should definitely have on your phone is a monitor of your steps. So you, I mean, after counting out a thousand steps, it's like irritating. What about you? It's irritating for me. But anyway, <laughs> all jokes aside, let's not commit slow suicide by overstressing, eating and not caring and not thinking and using your whole brain in the sense of if I eat this, what will be the result? Not just that, because like I got lazy. I will want to work out and eat like, a, you know, not good for me foods. And then think that justified I, in my head. I used to think that I ain't gonna lie to you. I used to justify me eating unhealthy by the way I worked out. Oh, I worked out so I can eat this. No, because that's not the result. You are literally working like you're wasting your workout. And that's exactly what I used to do. No more of that. So, yeah, I still have sweets and stuff like that, but it's all in moderation. Not four cookies. It's one cookie. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just trying to learn how to... I'm still learning. It's like a giant science experiment. Let's see how it goes. But as a result of me eating healthy... Someone told me once you start eating healthy, you're going to be so energetic. I am like, my energy levels is off the roof. Um, it's the endorphins. And knowing that I'm doing this to benefit and help myself and to inspire people like yourself. This podcast today has been about me encouraging you not to stress out not, and to look at your heredity and to take better care of yourself for the enjoyment of your life. You know, so I don't want no one to suffer a heart attack or be diagnosed with diabetes. And by the way, diabetes come in different sizes, meaning I know plenty of people that are not big and are diabetic. 
are not African American because they do stereotype us as having heart issues, blood pressure, and <laughs> heart issue, blood pressure, and diabetes. You know, that's that's what y'all got. Y'all known for that. You know what? I don't have it. <laughs> and I can give you a list of people who are not African American, who are not big, and they are diabetic. So, and it's not the end of the world, by the way. If your diagnosis is that, take care of you. That's all your body's screaming. Take care of me. And before the diagnosis happens, look. Pay attention to your body and what he or she is saying to you. Do not let you not understanding yourself be, well, the thing that gets you into an early grave. Oh, don't let you being so careless with what you put into your body. As a result, you're suffering and you're trapped. And you know, if you ain't got your health, you don't have anything. So, I mean, just an opinion. And you know you're welcome to speak on this podcast anytime you want to. You're welcome to give me your comments and texts and messages all on this podcast. And it's free. And um, you get to walk in. The good thing about that is you get to meet other people. Meaning other people who is walking and you get to see other people inspire and encourage you that whole key observation can really help you out if you look i think if we learn how to learn by observation instead of mistakes like a lot of us a lot of us keep doing um it can help us out and like i said you ain't gotta even talk to me that means strangers to people like who are riding their bikes, who working it out hard, who doing all these miles, and they don't know if they are encouraging me to keep doing what I do. I've been working out for eight days straight. Maybe nine days straight. Yeah, nine days straight. The point I'm making is I'm making progress. Today I did four miles. That's the most I've did in one day. That's the most I've and I plan on doing even more tomorrow. Hoo-ha. That's a term I normally don't say. Hoo-ha. Push yourself. Now, I'm reminiscing, folks, by the way. I used to be in JROTC. I went in the Army like some of these brave people have been in the Army and served our country. And thank you, by the way. But we had a Sarge, Sergeant Bailey and Sergeant Wiley. This is my time when I was in Detroit. I went to Denby High School. And... um. And Sergeant Major Smith, he was one of our sergeants too. So the point is, Sergeant Bailey, I didn't like Wally. He was new. Smith wound up dying. That's another story. But the point I'm making to you is, I would say, hoo-wah. We'll say, hoo-wah, push yourself. And this is what we do in PT, you know, physical training. This is the days when I'd be able to do 50 to 100 push-ups, <laughs> run four miles, and we all be running in unison. I miss being that healthy, Tamika. I ain't that damn old. I'm 40. I'm not 102. I ain't trying to be funny, but I know a lot of older folks who could smoke me up on the damn table. Okay? So it's really how it's a mindset. And it's the way we treat our body. And the way we treat our mind. And then people who want to drag you down, cut them. Cut them. Oh, yeah, cut them off. Cut them loose. And then some of them will be acting like, 
like um they want to like take something from you yeah they take something from you they take your understanding and, and add to your frustration agony and confusion this is some shit you just do not need so take care of yourself so i'm going to call this podcast taking care of you and then also like i said you get to meet other people who inspire you encourage you but also you get to meet potential buyers for those who are artists you are a business owner i just want to let you know that if you're an artist you create then you cleverly figure out how to motivate yourself and your art or whatever thing you produce um, to your clientele, you cleverly figured out how to produce this item. You should cleverly be able to, well, I believe you have the ability to do it. So, and then great thing about photography, well, I don't know if you do art, but it's a great inspiration to run and walk long distances because you have more time to think to yourself. It's good for upstairs, your psyche, you know? So, that's another reason why you should work out and take care of yourself because you get opportunities to make an impact on people's lives, on your own lives as well, when you give yourself time to focus on your gifts. This has been a Take Care of Yourself podcast. Over and out. Thank you for coming. Bye-bye.